Hello and welcome to What Happens in This House Stays in This House Strength Over Silence Podcast. I am your host, Tammy Montgomery Dozier, and thank you for listening again this week. I am so happy to be on here speaking to you all. I thank you all for listening because you don't have to. I hope that you are getting something from the podcast. I hope that you are sharing it with other people. If there's not something that I'm saying that's helping you, maybe there's something that you know someone else can use. So today, what I want to talk about, you know, I've talked about depression. I've talked about my life. I've talked about some other things. But today, I want to talk about healing. I want to talk about your wound is probably not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. So I have a short little story to share with you. So there was this professor and she was in her classroom. And, you know, she had a glass of water and she did that whole, is a glass half full? Is it half empty? You know, what is your perspective? But then with the water, then she proceeded to hold the water over her head. And she asked them, how much do you think this water weighs? You know, they were giving different answers. Okay, an ounce, two ounces, a pound. So she said, well, how long do you think I can hold this over my head. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe an hour or two. She said, okay, well, let's say, for instance, if I hold it up there for about an hour, do you think I'll be able to do it? She said, yes. She said, because the weight won't be that heavy. So then she said, well, what about four or five hours? They're like, well, I don't know about that. You know, your arms will start to get tired. She said, of course. But what if I try to do it for eight hours? Then she proceeded to say, this same water, that eight hours ago when I wasn't holding it didn't weigh that much. But because I held on to it for those whole eight hours, then my arm is going to start getting numb and tired. I'm going to lose feeling. And that's what I want to talk about here. And that is all healing is. It's like sometimes we have those things in our life that at the beginning, the wound is not that big. But then we tend to hold on to things and then it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And what I want to talk about today is healing emotional wounds. And what emotional wounds is, it's a pain that is so deep. It's a psychological pain and it lasts long and it can involve a family member. It can involve, you know, someone you're in a relationship with, a mentor, a friend, or just a trusted individual. It can happen when you're younger. It can happen when you're older, but it's an emotional wound. And, you know, many people say that time heals all wounds. And there may be some truth to some of it for some people. I'm not saying that it's not, but sometimes when you're not dealing with those problems, they are not getting healed. They are just getting swept under the rug. And oftentimes we give ourselves and we paint the narrative in our head about what's going on. And we continually tell our story, almost victimizing ourselves sometimes instead of trying to heal. You know, and emotional wounds can, can, be so heavy. Sometimes it can be worse than physical wounds because physical wounds can heal, but emotional, sometimes psychological, you think about it so long, is almost impossible for you to think about anything else. And sometimes you have not dealt with something for so long to where you think that you, because you're no longer thinking about it, that it's no longer there. I want to share a story about when I had my miscarriage. 
And during that time, I I did know I was younger. I was about 23 years old, and I did not know that I was pregnant. And at that time, the guy that I was with, we weren't in a good place. And due to all the stress and everything, I had a miscarriage. And, you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, you've heard uh, some of the things that I've gone through. I was molested at a younger age. At that time, I and then after I had my miscarriage, I, I was raped. But prior to that, at the age of 23, I did have a miscarriage. I didn't know that I was pregnant. I had gone to the doctor. It was just such, such a state of shock to me. After that happened and the guy and I, we were no longer together, I never dealt with that. I actually didn't deal with that until like a couple of years ago. And people would ask me, so why don't you have kids or why don't you do that? And I and I would make an excuse. Well, you know what? I don't want to have kids until I'm married. I got married, still didn't have any children. And so a couple of years ago, I came to the realization that the reason why I did not have children is because I didn't think that I would be able to protect my child from some of the things that happened to me. And it would hurt me if my children had gone through the same thing. So that was a deep emotional wound that I had never dealt with. That was one of those things like, whoa, it was eye-opening when I finally realized that I had held on to that for so long. And had I dealt with it, maybe maybe I would have had kids. I'm, I'm not sure because, you know, times have lapsed and I'm older now. However, that just goes to show you sometimes you hold on to things and you don't even know why. In my mind, I'm thinking that's just a logical thing. But had I gone and maybe have gotten help beforehand, maybe it would have been something that I would have known that, hey, you have children and you do the best that you can with the knowledge that you have and, and, and you, you go forward and things happen in life. But you protect your kids to the best of your ability. And, and many people out here and they go through the same things and their kids are protected. But I didn't think that I was strong enough to do that. And so that's one of those things that if you have something that you're going through or you think that you're okay with, maybe you need to go back and revisit it. You know, your emotional wounds from your past will stick around in your subconscious mind. So I have a little story about a little boy. His mother and father would constantly argue and everything. And so one day he was consoling his mother. And he was like, well, mom, you're going to be okay and hugging her and everything like that. And her fa his father told him, son, get up from there, get over it, stop crying, don't do anything. And so with that, the little boy, he listened to his dad and he went and he left the room and whatever his dad said, hey, you know, that's between him and him and his mom. And basically his father was telling him, just get over it. So the next time that his mother went through something, the next time his mother and father were arguing, he no longer went in to take a look at her. He no longer, he pretended like he didn't hear it. He pretended like he didn't feel the pain. And at that moment, he felt like he was unworthy, unloved, insecure. And he learned that he cannot trust himself because of his feelings and emotion, that that wasn't a right feeling and emotion to have to protect his mother. Because basically, his father told him that it was wrong. And sometimes we have experienced moments where we have buried hurt and pain instead of dealing with it. And that's all emotional healing is, is we're trying to heal from whatever it is that we have gone through in life. 
Many times people tell us to get over it. Oh, you went through that. Oh, I went through that too. So what you should do is just get over. I know people who have gone through things and they think that they are okay. They think that, oh, well, you just get over and you move on. And I was one of those people too. Like, hey, it's life. Things happen. You just get over it. Hey, we all suffer. And I was one of those people. I live my life by that motto. No feelings for anything because, hey, it'll get better. You'll be okay. I've gotten over mine, so you should be able to get over yours until I realized that I wasn't doing anything but pushing down, suppressing whatever emotion that I had going on. And that's another thing that we do. We suppress our emotions, just like that little boy in that story that I just told you. He was suppressing everything because basically that's what his father told him to deal, how to deal with life, how to deal with issues. Suck it up. Get over it. You know, we live in a time now that we want... Everything is so quick and, and so fast and, and so, you know, faster the better. So we no longer sit down. We no longer appreciate. We no longer love the things that we are doing. We just know that it got, has to get done. And we have that get over it mentality. Just get it done. Bury your feelings. Nobody cares about your feelings. So we do that in this day and age. So I have this gentleman. He's on YouTube, and his name is Infinite Waters Diving Deep, and he talks about healing. I'm sure you are going to enjoy this gentleman. Here he goes. Peace, Infinite Waters Diving Deep. Once again, we are here in nature, breathing in that beautiful prana. How to heal your emotional body. Yeah. It's in pretty bad shape. Can I get a hello there? I got a great question from a woman who says that she gets into heated arguments with a certain family member every time she's around them. And normally she is meditating, but she wants to know why does she feel like an emotional train wreck after these interactions? And let me tell you something, baby. Sweetie, <laughs> it's happened to me along my journey, right? I have just made a video about being your greatest version, becoming the most amazing person in the world, and then I get into an argument. Oh yeah, I get into arguments. You don't want to see me when I get into arguments, right? It can happen to any of us, but what I've learned is how to really heal your emotional body, because we have the physical body, right? Touch yourself. You are here, right? That's our actions, our movements. Then you've got the mental body, our thoughts connected to our brain, right? Then you've got the heart, the emotional body connected to our feelings. So what's helped me along my journey is owning my emotions. The emotion is the energy in motion. Okay, I'm a very peaceful, loving guy, unless you piss me off. Whenever I get into an argument, sometimes it's with a family, sometimes family member, close friend, the cat down the road. Now, in my less evolved state, I would say, you did it. No, you did it. No, you did it. It's back and forth, right? Because nobody wants to take responsibility for owning their emotions. So what helped me heal my emotional body was owning my emotions 
right? To say, actually, wait a minute, I'm not going to blame you this time. I'm going to say, actually, I created all of these emotions, this anger, this madness, this happiness, this sadness, and I'm not going to judge how I feel. I take 100% responsibility. Can I get a hello there? And that will help you recognize your power of manifesting all of these beautiful, crazy, weird, exciting emotions. And then you can continue your argument. Also, I always see what triggers me. You see, we don't really learn sometimes when we're just in our comfort zone. We learn when someone really gets on our nerves. That is wonderful because it shows that we're not all perfect 100%. I am work in progress. You've got to work on yourself, baby. You've got to realize that whatever somebody is bringing out of you was already there in the first place. Can I get a hello there? Let me say that again. Whatever somebody is bringing out of you was already there in the first place. Sometimes we... We bottle up emotions, right? And then sometimes someone has a go at us, happened to me along my journey, and then it all comes out. And they say, why didn't you say that before? Because you just hit the trigger button. So move into the act of communicating without your triggers. Certain times I realize that, are you around people that bring out the best in you? or the worst in you. Many times, I am now making a conscious choice to surround myself with people that bring out the best in me. But more so, I have to bring out the best in myself. Because that means when you're around people that bring out the worst in you, you're going to say, wait a minute. Let me breathe in that beautiful prana. Take a minute. And you're going to be just calm. But you see, a lot of us, we're in environments which are toxic, hazardous to our health. You've got to come to nature, baby. you got to come to nature. And I've seen that under the influence. You see, a lot of us, we are under the influence. Our emotions aren't ours because we are under a deep sleep, right? Sometimes you're drinking after work. So you've got alcohol in you. You're saying stuff you really shouldn't say, but you said it anyway. Don't worry about it. Thank you for that. Okay, sometimes we are smoking all the time. Sometimes we are distracted by entertainment. Sometimes we ourselves haven't taken the time to come into nature to start breathing clean air you say you love nature but you live in the city right I said that in a song (laughs) that's my journey right and every day I have to say what is governing my emotions right now I saw okay maybe it's the kinds of foods I'm eating a lot of junk food you're gonna feel like crap that's how it works sometimes the music you're listening to is also terrible so your emotions you are gonna absorb all of those frequencies right 
And then sometimes we are just around plain nasty people. What can we say? So you've got to realize your vibe attracts your tribe and they will help you work on your emotions. You see people that people that really love you and that really care will tell you the truth. But you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. So what happened to me along my journey? I had to learn to shut up and listen. It was hard. I've got a big mouth. I'm a Pisces. I'm a communicator, baby. So sometimes when somebody says something to you, you've got to realize you can't change how you act. What you can change is your reactions in your interactions. Oh, I like that. Your reactions in your interactions. Take a moment before you open your mouth just to ground yourself. Woo! Feels good, baby. Right? And then are you moving your body around? Right? Are you doing any exercise to release all of that work stress? More so, are you doing a kind of work you love to do? Right? A lot of us we hate our job, so we blame it on our next door neighbor. We blame it on the cat down the road. I know along my journey that you have to always see the bigger picture. Now a lot of us we don't want to see the bigger picture because we are living in a very petty mindset. It's tit for tat and that won't help us heal our emotional body. Okay? Because when you heal your emotional body, the only way to do it is to start seeing the bigger perspective to say okay 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 i admit it this argument is not really going to get us anywhere healing the emotional body is taking the highest stand towards solutions instead of just focusing on problems so ask yourself am i just focusing on the problems of my life or am i focusing on the solutions are you blaming yourself for a past that happened to you a story right cuz whatever happened it Whatever happened to us in our past is now part of a story that we keep telling ourselves that we keep reliving over. Now, I always say that's wonderful, but how is this story serving you? How is it helping you heal your emotional body? Right? And then baby, just come into nature. Breathe in that beautiful prana. Don't worry about it. Have a beautiful day. Infinite waters diving deep once again stay well stay healthy peace isn't he awesome oh my god i i just love i love his energy i love everything about him you know just talking about how to heal and how to you know sometimes we make mistakes sometimes we argue with people so and that is okay the whole thing is just learning from whatever it is that they are sent there to teach you because i'm a firm believer that i am a student of the world and whatever it is that the world has to teach me i am here to learn because we only have one chance at this thing so we have to make it better while we are here so well, let's talk about what we need to do to heal Let's talk about emotional healing. So what we need to do is, one of the things is, take baby steps. 
you are not going to get it all right the first time. And I'm one of those people where, hey, I, I when I start a new job, I think that I have to know everything at one time. But take baby steps, knowing that sometimes it may not work, knowing that sometimes it may backslide, or knowing that sometimes, as he stated, that you may get angry and somebody might catch you off your square. And things may happen like that. And remember that you don't have to heal 100% to improve your quality of life. You are going to go through some things. I know for me with healing and even now, you are still going to go through some things and learn things about yourself. You may have been in your body all your life where you have been. And there are some things that you may not be getting right right now. And it is okay, but you're able to function. So you might not get it. You might just be learning about who you are. I know for me, I am in the theater and I'm a singer and I'm an actress and I do all these things. And I, my whole thing is that I just wanted to be a background singer. I always wanted to be a background singer. And I think I've said this before, background singer for Kirk Franklin, because I thought that's all I was. Because I was always told that I'm too shy and I'm too this. And it also had to do with my wounds. Because so many things have been put on me. You know, being molested, I have been told with that that I'm a sexual being and that's all that I'm good for. So I went in life thinking that is who I am and that is what you do. You go around thinking, hey, that's who I am. And and after I began to heal and after I started looking at myself differently, then I started seeing the potential. Then I started seeing who the creator created in me. And that all those things, all those stories that I have been telling myself was a lie. Those, the narrative I had been saying all my life that I was shy, I couldn't do this, I couldn't do a lot of different things, they are all lies. And that's just knowing that you're not going to heal 100%, but you take it one day at a time. You have to be patient and persistent. Healing is a lot of work. You know, what happened to you might have happened overnight, but to get out of it, because you start telling yourself these things in your head about who you are, like I just said, and you allow yourself time. You allow yourself insight. You know, be persistent, even when it gets difficult. It's going to be hard. Nobody likes to sit down and actually find out who they actually are, because sometimes it is not a pretty thing. And then you have to set realistic expectations. When I first started going through what I was going through and talking about it. I just felt like the worst human being. I felt like the dumbest human being. And I felt like, why am I even here? Why does God even use me for anything? And then after sitting down talking and releasing things and realizing that you are worthy because you were born. And, the, and, you, and you start telling yourself a different story about who you are. You start telling yourself that I'm no longer this person who I say that I am. You know, I'm no longer this shy person. I'm no longer this person where you're just going to use me for my body. I'm no longer this person where I, I'm slow or you told me that I didn't know anything. I'm no longer that person. And also, sometimes you are going to have a setback, but use it as learning experience. And you need to not be so hard on yourself. Prioritize self-care and self-compassion. You know, sometimes when you ask a lot of yourself, you need to give a lot to yourself. 
Emotional healing takes an awful lot of energy, time. And in order to keep going, you need to pay attention to your feelings, your physical sensations in your body. Like sometimes I have a muscle spasms, you know, your headaches, because your body has a way of telling you what you need. So sometimes you need to take that time and listen to it and be willing to process your feelings about the past. Try to avoid what happened in your past, about what happened in your past that didn't work, because those are the feelings that tend to stick around. And feel what you feel. If you're feeling sad, feel sad. If you're feeling upset, go with it. If somebody made you angry, because you know you have those people in your life, you're like, I wish I had never talked to them, or they make you feel some kind of way. Find out why do they make you feel a certain kind of way. Find out when you get on the phone with them, you're like, oh, God, I wish I had just stayed away. And there are some people that can touch your buttons, that can make you so angry. Deal with that. Find out why. Why is it that when this person is around me, why is it when their energy is around me? I don't like how I feel. I don't like how they make me feel. For me, sometimes I have to take a step back because if I'm I'm not feeling it, I have to sometimes say, you know what? Right now I'm not feeling it. Maybe there's something going on with me that I need to work on before I, I start back communicating with this person again because it may be something wrong with me that I need to deal with. So I step back and I reevaluate whatever it is that's going with me. And don't be afraid to ask for help. And healing isn't meant to be done in isolation. And sometimes it's just not easy to ask for help, especially if people have betrayed you in the past. But reaching out for help has a lot of benefits, emotional support, guidance, and the ability to break down shame. And it can help you in so many different forms depending on your needs. So you you need to go out there and ask people for help or your friend or your pastor, or you can contact me and I can get you uh, in contact with the appropriate party or whatever you need healing for. You know, if you have a pastor or church or something that you go to, if you know of a therapist or somebody that you need to talk to, that is perfectly fine. Knowing that it is okay to know that you are not okay. Now, my last story that I do want to share with you, there was a young lady who was in the desert and she had been walking around and walking around for days and she was thirsty and she happened to see this water and she thought it was a mirage, but it wasn't a mirage and she went up to it and she just stood there for days. She looked like she was about to pass out and die and somebody came by and said, why don't you drink the water? It's right there for you. She said, it's just so much water. I don't know if I can drink it all at one time. So the man took her hands and put them like in a little cup, took her hands and put them together. And then he had her to reach in the water, put it up to her mouth and take a sip. And he said, well, all you have to do is just take a sip. You don't have to drink the whole thing. Just take one sip and you will start to feel better. And that's all I'm saying about your healing. Just take one step. It's not all going to happen in one day. It's not. Take a sip. Take a step. Know that it is going to be a journey. Know that it's not going to happen all at one time. Know that you may back, it might, you might backslide or something like that. But again, your wounds may not be your fault. But your healing is your responsibility. I want to thank you to listening to What Happens in This House Stays in This House podcast. 
strength over silence. And if you need to contact me, my website is www.connectedbyloveconsulting.net. Email address tammym at cblconsulting.net. Phone number 708-892-2278. And please reach out if you have any questions. We are in this thing together and know that we are all connected by love. Thank you.